Hi, this is Cynthia Smith, and this is Life, Tea, and Me podcast. This show is designed to empower and equip women to live every by applying practical principles through the Word of God. Hello, everybody. This is Cynthia once again, and I have a special guest in the house, and this is DJ who's going to be joining us in this podcast, and we're going to be talking about how to build healthy relationships. So ladies, pull up a chair, get you a cup of tea, because me and Doris, DJ, we have a, a, we got the tea on Life Tea and Me today. So without further ado, say hello, DJ. Hey, Cynthia, how are you? Hey, listening guests, how are you? Today is great. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. <laughs> it's a good day. It's the day that the Lord has made. Let's rejoice and be glad in it. I know that's real, girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, spite, in spite of the shelter in place. <laughs> okay. We, we got to rejoice. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. got to be by peace, girl. And, joy. <laughs> and it's still a good day. It's a great day. And it's a good time for tea. I know. Yes. So we're talking about, <laughs> I'm sorry, we're talking about how to build healthy relationships. So girl, give us the tea on how to build re- healthy relationships. What is your perspective on this? Okay. You know, you know, when you talk about healthy, then um, th- there's another side. There's you. It can be healthy or unhealthy. It could be uh, toxic toxic or healthy when you look at the word toxic you're looking at it 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 can mean poisonous venomous uh dangerous destructive harmful you know those are all key signs of or words where meaning that it's not good for you okay healthy healthy on the other hand when you look at the word healthy it, it means just the opposite of what um of what I just said, it means well, it means it's all right, it's fine, it's fit, you know, it's not diseased, uh, it's promoting good health. That's what healthy means. And so often, you know, we get into relationships, um, they can be poison and mm-hmm. toxic for us, but something okay. draws us to those relationships. And we know in the aftermath uh, of each episode, you know, that, uh, this is not a good relationship, but we keep going back. We keep going back, you know. Right. So, in order to to not do that, or let, let's put it like this: if if your body had a disease in it, and funny, we're talking about this during the shelter in place with this virus all around, you would do something to combat that virus. Am I right? Yes. You would. You would take some antibiotics. You would. If if it's a place that that oh. Or let's say you had allergies to fur and you have friends that have cats or dogs or anything. You don't go visit them. Why? Because it's unhealthy for you physically. You know, relationships can be the same way. When you get with a person, when you get with a person, you don't really feel good about yourself. When you get with a person, you don't really feel good about the decisions you all are making or even about the activity you are choosing. That those are in in indicative or in yeah indicative of unhealthy relationships 
Okay, so you would say that unhealthy relationships is not good for your overall health. <laughs> for your overall health. Overall, overall well-being. Being, right, for your overall state of mind. Right. You know, so let's talk. I mean, relation, relate. <laughs> Give one us the, the tea, girl. Okay. Give us the what, tea. One of the strongest relationships I think that God has put together was uh, a woman being able to carry a child. Right. And so True. relationships start right there. Right right in the womb. That's a bonding. Right? That's a bonding. <laughs> exactly. That's a bonding. And um, when you look at it, whatever that mother does or think while she's carrying that child, even though it's not a human being that we can touch, see, or feel, at least none of us is carrying it, it affects that child. Mm-hmm. And it True. affects that. Yeah, it, it it affects that child while they're in the womb, and it can have some effects of that child outside the womb. Right. Once, once the child is born, not outside the womb. Once the child is born, okay. Right. And so now the child is born. Uh, if the mother was a drinker, then the child has uh, I forget the the name of that disease they call it, but the child doesn't develop properly because right. of the the consumption of alcohol that the mother took in. If the mother, mm-hmm. even even with drugs, I've heard of mm-hmm. babies being, I've heard of babies being born with mm-hmm. drug addiction because their mom mm-hmm. had drugs. So I'm just right. saying that that's the beginning of relationships. The next primary relationship that people run into or have is it's relationships with their family. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. your brothers and your True. sisters, your mother and your father. It, they can be toxic or they can be healthy. You know, yes. it just depends yeah. on what they're promoting in the home. That's right. You know, so we're 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 talking about um, uh, these relationships and how to build these healthy relationships. And you're giving us the difference between healthy and unhealthy relationships. Exactly. Now we're getting down to the meat of it. <laughs> now, since we're since we're in this shelter in place, now we're gonna have to learn how to build healthy relationships. Exactly. And because we are so um, in a small, some of us are in small confinements. You know where we don't have big houses, and some mm-hmm. of us have big houses. Right. So we have to learn how to give each other some space, and learn mm-hmm. how to love on each other, and learn how to just depend on God in this sheltering in place, and how to treat each other, and don't let all the negativity that is out on the media distract us from loving each other. Exactly. Uh, like finances, and finances mm-hmm. is no, the number one thing what controls people's emotions and, exactly. and it and, and, and it affects their relationships even exactly. with their husband their children and and therefore they thinking that in their mind and satan plays a big part in this mm-hmm. he'll come and, and and attain the thought of you getting put out you're not having enough food uh what is going to happen to me or what this going to happen to my children this going to happen to my husband and 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 therefore you lash out at them and knowing that the underlining factor of that is not that you're mad at them, is that you're scared. Exactly. The, that's that root. You're, exactly. you're, you're fearful of losing something. Yep, so that's, that's when we have to lean in and trust God in this time of sheltering. That's right. So, so what you think about that, Doris? I, I think that, you know, you you said it. We're we're in confinement. We're in a place. Some of us, some people are in big houses. Some are in small houses. But what what I want to say, first of all, I'm, I'm grateful that 
we're where we're at because in another part of the world it may not be as comfortable you know and even no matter how bad you may have it in your in your space right now you know you're still in a a place of warmth you're in a place where there's running water you're you're in a place where you can get food you know and uh other parts of the world is not quite like that so we just need right. to be not in comparison to how less fortunate not in comparison but just by the fact that we can we it's a it's it's um good enough to say thank you lord but you're right in terms of you're going to feel pressures because of the shelter in place you're going to feel pressures and those i believe they are escalated and or multiplied because of the confinement whereas going to work or going to school or going to the gym or going to do chores may relieve some of that pressure that you feel and you don't have to act out you know or, right or, or you don't have to display it because I, there's right. nothing let's let's just talk about physical and or mental abuse there's nothing acting about that it's it's happening for real it is for real and you're right money is one of the uh, key factors of a person feel- of a person feeling pressure and maybe I should say the lack of money you know right fear is another thing fear being fearful or not having enough for the needs that that household need you know it's another uh, way that people would act out. People, people don't, you know, sometimes you don't realize you're acting out of fear rather than acting out of, uh, then facing what's real. Fear right. is real. Don't get me wrong. Fear is real. However, because, because it's there, fear is just, it, it drives you to, mm-hmm. to, to do, to do nothing. Mm-hmm. If, if paralyzes that makes sense. you, yeah, it that that's the word right there. It paralyzes mm-hmm. you, and so now you're you're not physically paralyzed, but in your mind you are, and physically you can lash out. Mm-hmm. And so because of that fear, it becomes looming in your mind. It becomes great in your mind. You'll lash out, and sometimes mm-hmm. that lashing out could be to your spouse, your significant other, you know, your children. It could be an elderly parent, you know, or an elderly mm-hmm. adult that lives in the house. Mm-hmm. You lash out, mm-hmm. you know. But there are ways, there are ways to control that. There are ways to recognize, oh, this is what I'm thinking right now, you know. But you have to gr- you have to stand still and grab a hold. This is not the response. The physical lashing out is not the response. Or the verbal lashing out. Because verbal, mm-hmm. ver- verbal, verbally toxic relationships can be just as bad. Yeah, you know, I know for myself when I get attacked with fear and how how fear paralyzes you. Mm-hmm. And I know the Lord helped me to deal with fear. Okay, in terms of how it attacks me, even when when. Um, you know, I used to, you know, get angry with my my oldest daughter a lot because mm-hmm. I was fearful of her doing something to harm herself. But she didn't realize why I was so angry and lashing out okay. at her. And she would say, well, why are you so mad at me? Mm-hmm. Because of the fear of her going out and, you know, you know, sleeping around. Right. Or, 
getting in drugs. Mm-hmm. And God dealt with me about that. Okay. And he said, you don't want to be responsible for something happening to your children. Mm-hmm. And even with physical manifestations in my body, if I don't feel good, and mm-hmm. there go my mind, leaning to the worst mm-hmm. scenario. Mm-hmm. And God say, you have to learn how to, you know, I learned how to cast things down. Yeah. yeah. And you can't stay here. Mm-hmm. 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 That's all. It's not coming from my daddy. So right. I cast that down. Right. Well, I just speak it. I said, exactly. you got to go in Jesus name. Mm-hmm. That ain't what, mm-hmm. that ain't true. I right. said, this is true. The word says that he hadn't given me the spirit of fear. That's right. So fear is a spirit. That's right. <laughs> Just like faith mm-hmm. is a spirit. So yeah. it's a powerful force. Right. So I had to learn how to cast fear down mm-hmm. by pr- praising God, right. getting in the word. Uh, however you deal with fear, mm-hmm. uh, God will show you ways on how to, how to say, re mm-hmm. redirect right. your thoughts exactly. to something. Even exactly. if it's going on, looking at mm-hmm. uh, um, something uh, spiritual on on something that's talking about going on vacations or <laughs> yeah, some type of uh, anything that will redirect your thoughts. Because mm-hmm. you got to learn to bring thoughts in, so it won't ha- have you to say something that you don't want to happen. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I was, you know, that's the thought on 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 that too on those relationships, building those healthy relationships. We have to learn how, how to bring those thoughts we, in. We do. And so, yeah. And you know, Cynthia, you, you said a key word. You, you, the, one of the key words you said, you learn how to bring those thoughts in and cast them down. You know, and that came, those things came with your maturing in the word of God. You know, but for maybe there's someone listening out there that don't quite know what the casting down means. But here, here, here it is, even to me, more simplified. In Proverbs, it talks about trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not into your own understanding. And so when your thoughts are being fed by fear, all you have to you can simply just open your mouth and say, God, I trust you. You know, because when we begin to trust, then he can move on our behalf. You understand what I'm saying? It's already mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. It's really already done. You know, God knows that. Even the enemy knows that. You hear what I'm saying? But you need to know it. And so when when sometime when I can remember, I can remember for one year. And I, I'm literally talking about one year. I didn't know what was happening with my life. My, you know, in the world's eyes, I had lost my job. Mm-hmm. But God had already prepared mm-hmm. me and told me I was coming off that job. Actually, he was doing a mm-hmm. career change for me. But I didn't recognize it as that. And so for mm-hmm. one year, it seemed like I didn't know what was happening with my life. It, you, every time I tried to get another job, uh, I didn't get the interview or didn't get, you know, the acceptance or anything like that. Now, let me just talk about in relationships, because at that time I lived with family members. We lived together. We shared mm-hmm. we shared um a space and so my not working mm-hmm. affected them it affected attitudes in the household it affected decisions mm-hmm. in the household but for one year mm-hmm. I can remember practically every day saying Lord I trust you with all my heart I lean not to my own yes. understanding you know and, and as mm-hmm. I said that the more I said mm-hmm. it the more God knew I was trusting him 
And the more, That's and right. he was moving on my behalf, opening doors, moving things mm-hmm. out, moving, you know, uh, making a way mm-hmm. for me. And so with mm-hmm. that, when we change our thoughts, we can change our actions. You know, that's right. And, and that's how you build exactly. And, be, <laughs> and and you know what? Sometimes, especially in our communities and our families, and we don't discuss. This is what I'm thinking about. This is what I'm fearful of. But healthy, a healthy relationship is built by being um, honest and open with your partner, who, whoever that is. Because we're not just talking about husband, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend. We're talking about sister, sister, brother, brother. I'm we're talking about sister, sister, brother, brother uh, relationships. You know, you even have to work on those because some of them can be unhealthy or some of them can be toxic, you know. Uh, That's right. So, yeah. And so, I mean, I've seen and, and, and during during my course in living and being a volunteer in prison ministry, I, I've seen. Uh, generations, you know, behind bars because sisters had influence on each other. And and they, mm-hmm. you know, the younger sister wanted to follow the older sister's footsteps and the older sister knew it wasn't right. But both of them end up in jail. I've been in, in inside of prisons where mother and daughter was in the same prison. You know, toxin relationships. And I believe that just because you're born in a family or you're a part of a family does not necessarily mean it's healthy for you at that time. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I know yeah, what you're not, saying. Not in families mm-hmm. at all. You know, because I believe God designed every family <laughs> regardless to the situation mm-hmm. or the circumstances. But at some point mm-hmm. in time, I think you have to be able to look at, is this healthy for me? You know, is this contributing to my well-being? Is this taking me to another place in life for the betterment, for mm-hmm. the betterment? So you always got to weigh it. It can take you to another place, but it don't have to be for the betterment of you of your mm-hmm. life. It could be for the detriment. Right. So even though a person is in a family or in a relationship, mm-hmm. knowing that, that this is not for my betterment. Mm-hmm. And because we are in sheltering place, right. they may not go anywhere right now, but they can work on exactly. themselves in how and in, in to make the situation uh, more living exactly. and pleasant right. um, by doing and just taking on the characteristics right. of Christ. And you were you were talking about, you know, not leaning to your own understanding. Mm-hmm. I like that because it's not leaning to your own sense knowledge, right. you know, not leaning to your physical mm-hmm. emotions exactly. in the way things used exactly. to be. Because people have grace to change. Oh, yeah. They may not be the same person they were five or ten years ago, but so you, which are spiritual, I'm trying to say the person that is more more mature mm-hmm. or more spiritual, mm-hmm. even though this relationships, these relationships, it could be mother, daughter, son, mm-hmm. brother, husband. Right. This relationship is not conducive. It's not wholesome. So you, even though you ain't got nowhere to go right mm-hmm. now, but this is where you have to stay. Right. So you're going to have to be the spiritual one. Um, talking to Christians, mm-hmm. you know, you have to be the spiritual one to the mature one mm-hmm. to say, okay, God, mm-hmm. 
you know, you got a relationship with God. And that's mm-hmm. number one. You have a healthy relationship with the Lord. So now you can build healthy relationships right. with others and to make that situation peaceful right. until God shows you right. a way out. Now, now, <laughs> now, let's look at that just from even a practical standpoint, because we can't we can't just take for granted that everybody knows the Lord and everybody is in a re- relationship. So when you talk about uh-huh. uh, you have to. Um, um, oh my goodness you just said even when a person is just tired when you're just plain tired of receiving a certain type of treatment from those around you then what what right. can you do so that's time to to when you have your long time whatever time that is that's time to work on yourself you see when you look right. at because it doesn't matter what type of person you are you are, it doesn't mean you deserve to be talking down to or beaten, physically hit, you know. Um, and so you have to learn how to put space, even with shelter in place. So you may not be able to physically go somewhere, but you can go somewhere in your mind. That makes sense? That's right. You, know, you can go, yourself. Yeah, you can start seeing yourself. <laughs> peace, right. honey. You can start look, exactly. You can start looking at yourself and and, 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 you know, even if you have to, God, you know, God is not far. You know what I'm saying? And sure all we isn't. have to do, God, how do I get peace? You know, God, how do I get, That's right. you know, how do I walk in love? How do I, even though they're treating me this way, I want my response to be different. Because when you start responding right. different to a person or people that physically and mentally, you know, emotionally, sexually abuse you when you mm-hmm. start responding right. differently it's going to cause their actions mm-hmm. to change that's you right can't control them. and even if you mm-hmm. right go ahead go ahead i'm sorry Dora. i was just gonna say even if you can't control them you can control you and when you when you take your ownership your ownership this is me this is my body. I don't deserve this. This is my mind. You know, I don't deserve to, to this. This is what I'm hearing. I don't deserve to hear that. When you start That's right. and not reacting to what they do and respond to what they do, it's going to cause them to look up. That's right. And we ain't endorsing uh, physical not views. At all nor emotional for you to stay in that situation. But I just believe if you are in that situation, God is going to get you out of that. And all you got to do is say, Father, I trust you, even in shelter. He has somebody for you. He he will protect you. And I know that when I was saved, when I first got born again, and my kid's father was abusive, Mm -hmm. but God, (laughs) that's all I can say. Okay. I remember one right. time when I was when I was uh, just a babe mm-hmm. in Christ, and he tried to abuse right. me because I, you know, because he we didn't know how to have a healthy mm-hmm. relationship. Mm-hmm. We was in a very unwholesome okay. he- relationship because okay. we both didn't know Christ. Is right. that Satan was getting in the middle right. of that? So he just leaned to you know he wasn't mm-hmm. saved at the time, but I mm-hmm. was, and so I was just growing to the point of learning about authority. Okay. So. I've learned how to cast out mm-hmm. devils. Now, I just did what the preacher said, y'all. <laughs> That's all I did. I heard about I can cast out a demon and he was getting ready to hit me. And honey, all I knew, 
As I, the Lord said, get up and lay hands on him. I say, lay hands. And he said, lay hands, cast the devil out. And I did. And I laid hands on him. I cast the devil out. You know what he did? Tell me. <laughs> what did he do? He ran out the house, grabbed his coat, mm. and say, I'm going to call the crazy people on you because you yeah. are crazy, honey. I began to praise and mm-hmm. thank God I was in the spirit mm-hmm. of the Lord, honey. So uh, even as a Christian, you might be saying, well, I'm a baby Christian. You can't look at yourself like that. You got to look at greater is he that is in mm-hmm. you. Jesus right. is in you. Right. He's giving you authority. Right. I don't care if you accept Christ right. last mm-hmm. night. You got authority as he mm-hmm. is or so we in this earth. You got authority right. over that situation right. in your house. Nobody has right. the right to put their hands on you, even in shelter in place. I don't care if you're a child. That's right. <laughs> teenager. Mm-hmm. No one has a right to put mm-hmm. their hands on right. you and make physical harm right. you or physically or spiritually abuse exactly. you. You don't have to. You, honey, lean into your father. <laughs> Tell your daddy. Your That's daddy it. will protect right. you from everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> I told you we're gonna we're gonna give some tea today, honey. We're gonna spill it all <laughs> unfiltered, yeah, yeah, unfiltered, because yeah. God wants His people right. to be to you know come into a knowledge of some yeah. things, and He wants us to learn some things, right. you know, in the and, word. And you know what? So, uh, what you're going to say, you Doris, go ahead. This this what I want to say. Sometimes <clears throat> when you have grown up in a, a particular atmosphere, you know, or environment, you think that's right. You know, there are generations right. yeah. of, of, of people that have grown up in abusive households and they abuse their children and their children abuse their children or or they've grown up watching their mothers take abuse from a man that was supposed to be the husband but wasn't the husband or even from the husband but here's what I want to say about that child of God you are fearfully and wonderfully made God created you in his image and after his likeness and when he looked back after he made man he said it was very good so you don't deserve to be treated a certain way that is not your plight in life your plight in life for God he says I know the thoughts I think toward you they are thoughts of good not of evil to lead you to an expected end and so (laughs) and so when you're in in, in, That's in, in right. that space and it seems like there's no place to go, you just stop and ask God, God, what is my expected end? Don't be afraid. That's Don't right. Don't be afraid. That's because right. he's already said, I know the thoughts I think towards you, they're good. They're thoughts of good. They're thoughts That's of, right. of, of plentiful. They're thoughts. And so, plentiful. right. And so that, that he got some thoughts. Go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, the main thing with people, people think that. Their faults is mm-hmm. that God don't love them. Exactly. And God is madly in love exactly. with That's you. That's it. That's he ain't it. mad at you. Nope. He ain't in a nope. bad move concerning right. you. Right. <clears throat> so he ain't thinking about what you did right. yesterday, maybe four <laughs> or 10, 20 years That's ago. Right. All you got to do is know, and you have to keep in the forefront of your mind that God mm-hmm. loves That's me. Right. Every day, wake up and That's say it. that. God loves yeah. me and yeah. I know it. You have to keep mm-hmm. that in the forefront mm-hmm. of your mind that your father loves you in spite Mm -hmm. of what you've done (laughs) he's still here accepting you the Mm -hmm. way you are Mm -hmm. and and i'm I'm telling you you. become what you think you you see right you become what you think and say as a man thinketh uh, as a man think hello it says as a man thinketh in his heart 
so is he. So when you begin to wake up with them thoughts of love on your mind, guess what? Sorry, uh, uh, I'm okay. I'm DJ. Sorry. That, that, <laughs> that's the deal with being on your cell phone. <laughs> anyway, um, call coming. Oh, okay. Okay. Now you sound okay. more clearer. I, I was, actually, okay. You up closer? I was just I think. saying that. Um, a man think it's a man thinking in his heart, in his heart so, so is easy. he and so when you begin to wake up in the morning thinking about God loves me you know I love God God cares about me then you begin to sense his love and you be you begin to become love you begin to practice love that's right that's and right. he ain't gonna that's let right. nothing happen it, to it, me it says love what <laughs> co- covers a multitude of sin you know and yeah, that's right that's God's that's right. love and so and so, yeah. uh, and that's it. It ain't that so much that we love exactly, God; it's His exactly. love for us, <laughs> and that love exactly. passes out fear. It's the mm-hmm. love that mm-hmm. we know that God that's that's has it. for perfect us. And that's that perfect love that casts out all you know? fear. And and most people think that oh, no. it's the love that we have. Nah, it's you have. That's the love that God has for us. And when mm-hmm. we think about that love. Knowing that right. love casts out fear because he ain't gonna exactly. let anything happen to us. That's because right. if fear That's is right. there, it's gonna That's bring right. those tormented, yeah. tormented mm-hmm. thoughts. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, right now. Yeah. That's what I'm talking bringing about. The bringing the tea, <laughs> life tea, honey. That's Pouring it. that tea on, That's honey. It. Bring it. Hope you, hope you all out there just enjoying yourself yeah. with this time <laughs> of mm-hmm. drinking it's your tea, time. honey. I'm right. telling you, we giving you and, the tea. And, it's a good time because we're showing That's you it. how to build healthy relationships, healthy relationships. Mm-hmm. not unhealthy, mm-hmm. but healthy relationships. We're trying to hit it on every point right. so you won't That's miss right. anything. Right. But, you know, sometimes <laughs> hey, think, it's just rethinking our relationships because you have relationships. You have mother, yeah. daughter, mother, son, you know, sister, yeah. sister, brother, brother, friend, even friend to friend. Co-worker to co-worker. It really doesn't matter. There is a form of relationship or bond, you know, um, just because you work with a person, you know, um, it's a relationship. That's a relationship. And so you have to access those and look at those and see if they're healthy. You know, if you got a co-worker that, that like to go to lunch with you, but you notice every time you go to lunch with that co-worker, you 10 minutes late getting back. That might not be the, that 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 might not right. be right. That's another. It, exactly. That's another can that, that, of worms that, right there. Exactly. Opening exactly. up another can. You know, <laughs> I'm just saying it may not be a healthy relationship <laughs> for you, but you have to get a mindset. I think, you know, for me, I'll put it like that. You have to get a mindset that you want healthy, a healthy life. Let me just put it like that. Oftentimes, when we think about healthy life, we think about our weight. We think about how much we need to exercise. Weight, we think, right. But, but your life, right. your, your <laughs> life is multifaceted. It's dimensional. It has different dynamics to it. Different, you know, dimensions to it. And so, when when we when you find out things are impacting you from a work standpoint, from a family standpoint, from a friend standpoint. You, you have to start accessing them. And, and when you choose, see, when you choose life, when you choose life, then you will start to recognize things that's not bringing life to you. The good, 
That's the, right. The, All the, right, ladies. You, you got to yeah, yeah, examine that thing, life. honey. The good life. That's right. You know? <laughs> yeah, the good the life. Good life. Yeah, because you're talking about relationships mm-hmm. and influencing. Because mm-hmm. <clears throat> we can influence, influence. Oh yeah, be big influencers, and that's the thing. As a, a as women mm-hmm. and as Christian women, we should be influencing exactly. other women. Mm-hmm. This is the way to go, and then even influence mm-hmm. men mm-hmm. <laughs> to help them to mm-hmm. respect us. <laughs> so. In these relationships, honey, we are the ones that are taking the lead as the, as mm-hmm. the godly women and godly right. uh, influencers out here. So we could teach our, our young people mm-hmm. and our daughters and oh, nieces yeah. and sisters and grandma, yeah. uh, grandpa, grandmothers and to say, hey, this is what we should do here. We're influencing them mm-hmm. in the right way. We're building healthy relationships. We're showing right. them how to right. build healthy relationships. So when things come up in life, we could say, "Hey, mm-hmm. this is how mm-hmm. we respond to this." Not, not right. in an unhealthy way like we used to, but now we're responding to it exactly. in a, a healthy way uh, in building mm-hmm. relationships. So, <laughs> you have anything else to say, DJ? I keep calling her Doris out because My that's given a name. real name, but we call it her. Right. Her handle is that's DJ. Right. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, do you have anything else you want to tell the listening audience, the ladies? Recognize you. We hear you doing something oh, back there. Just, what you doing, um, girl? That was like a, a pit spot stop. I, I got to moving around. I'm going to sit back down and, and enjoy my tea <laughs> with, uh, yeah, with, yeah, with, with life tea. <laughs> with life tea. Your phone is sensitive. Ah, it picked up everything, girl. That. With life tea in me. <laughs> it's like recently, it's like recently, one of the movie stars or several of them was getting together on Zoom. And one of them didn't realize uh-huh. that they could see her, right? <laughs> and so she made uh-huh. pit stop to her restroom. And somebody, and every so everybody right. that was on there, it was only three or four of them. Was saying you do you do realize we can see uh-huh. you, right? <laughs> he was like, oh, oh, so that that Ooh, that was this scenario. That's funny. Like you just told me, <laughs> we could hear you doing something back there, right? Yeah, we. My yeah. apologies, my apologies. Thank God for grace and love. <laughs> no but, problem. Yeah, yeah. No, no problem. We just. I want to remind everybody this is the first podcast for um, Life T and Me. We're going to be weeding out some yes, stuff and, and we're growing. It's been a, a pleasure, <laughs> Cynthia. Thank you for yeah. inviting yeah. us to just be on here with you. Oh, Prayerfully, no problem. You said something that will just, right, to help encourage, to help not encourage. just women, yeah. but men and, and all, all people, you know, because, right, you all know, genders. When we talk about <laughs> abusive relationships, often we look at uh, the man, woman, but there is woman, man, there is child, mother, child. You know what I'm saying? There's all kinds of toxins yeah. relationship. But the main thing is to, to realize God's love for you and that if you are a victim, you no longer have to be a victim. You know, when you begin to realize the love of God and if you are the the abuser, if you are the one that's bringing the toxin, that's bringing the poison, put your cap back on the bottle, take it and bury it somewhere 
And you simply That's when right. you realize that how much God loves you, then it would cause a different action in you. You know, it would cause a different action yeah. in you. You know, so a different right. thoughts brings different actions. Different actions brings a different life. That's what I would want to say. Yeah. All right. All right, you all. I want to thank my guest, DJ, for coming in and sharing um, sharing uh, uh, how to build healthy relationships. And I want to thank my listening audience for tuning in. Just make sure you subscribe on this on on for this show on iTunes or Apple or wherever you may consume your podcast needs. And if you feel like or you inclined to leave a, we ask that you will leave a five star rating and a comment below and, or in a review. And I want to thank you all. And I I want to ask that you tune back in for this uh, series again. It's going to be a series how to build healthy relationships. And I will see you all in another one. Bye. Bye -bye. See you later, DJ. Bye.